1: hear that
2: it's the call of the crave and when the crave calls you know what to do try the five dollar bacon bundle because the only thing better than a white castle slider is a white castle slider
0: topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon so pick any two of either the bacon cheese slider 1921 bacon cheese slider or chicken bacon ranch slider and also get a small fry for just five dollars with the five dollar bacon bundle white castle follow your
2: crave i'm
3: 28 years old AKA 45. I relate better with females that work. The ones that just sit at home and don't do anything. I don't play well with girls like that. I had to work my ass off here in Utah. People
4: are wondering like, how'd you get so rich?
3: My background is in direct response marketing for about 20 years. So our company does, you know, advertising. We, We have a platform that helps people acquire customers. So when you're shopping online or on the internet and something pops, we have the algorithm behind why you're getting served that ad.
5: This morning, Jen Shah is waiting to learn in which federal prison she'll have to spend the next six and a half years. She left court wearing sunglasses after tearfully apologizing. My actions, she said, have hurt innocent people. Shah played a leading role in a long running telemarketing fraud that convinced elderly, vulnerable women to buy services that serve no purpose. Victims lost everything. She made millions. Chardonnay, Jen Shah, let's go.
6: Welcome back to Fraudsters, where we bring you the scams you love and the fraudsters we hate. I'm Cena Gazdavi, co-host of the show here with Ariel lieti and Justin Williams. Guys, what's part two oh boy. on Jen Shaw? We're getting into the Real Housewives stuff now, which meant we had to watch a lot of Jen Shaw on the Real Housewives. I never watched this show. Justin never watches this show. Ariel, do you watch the show? No,
2: no, I never watched. So I watch a lot of reality trash, but Real Housewives is my blind spot, my cultural. Yeah, blind How spot. did that happen? I feel like it, I don't know, because I do love trash. So I don't. Oh, here's here's what happens for me. I like to watch when people are doing poorly. Yes. So if I'm watching rich people, <laughs> like I can't watch a Kardashian or a Real Housewife because they are living lavishly and They're I winning. do not wish to watch that. I don't want to yeah. watch you win. Yeah. I want to watch you hoard. I want to watch yeah. you do a 90 day fiance thing from a man you met on vacation and yeah. you decided three days later you're going to marry him. I want to watch that struggle. I can't watch you struggle because like you're, you know, scam didn't work out <laughs> and yeah. you're still a billionaire. This and makes you, sense. Got, you know what I mean? So that kind of is, is why that never happened for me. I'm, I'm
7: I'm with you. So uh, I was watching Married at First Sight with my wife, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but then I realized what ruined it was there's this guy named Chris Williams who would just have sex with the lady, but then <laughs> neg her. And then he mm. brought the woman that he actually wanted to marry onto the show <gasps> and made them sit in a room together. <gasps> and he's like, then he's just like, I, I gotta go. And then he just drove away in a bin's. And yeah. I'm like, I can't go back to watching this show now where people are actually trying to go through this process. Like, this guy just went and just basically just had sex with a woman on yeah, TV and then drove away with the bins. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it was the best thing I would ever seen.
2: Yeah. At the same time. The, but I really like 90 Day Fiancé because the people won't, um, like, research the cultures that they're going into. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What's 90 Day Fiancé on? Oh, it's TLC. So 90 Day Fiancé is a oh man it's a universe because they've used every piece of the fucking animal in order to make the show so there's 90 day fiance there's 90 day fiance the other way there's pillow talk which they watch themselves on tv while they are like sitting oh, wow. and eating popcorn at home there is uh, there's spin-offs upon spin-offs. It it is the most beautiful show on television and again they won't look at the culture of the person they're marrying and they'll go and try to move to like Egypt and be like, why won't you hold my hand in public? Stuff like that. Like I am a huge fan of their work. I want to watch yeah. you suffer. I don't want to. Is watch- that Discovery? Um, TLC.
6: Well, but how do you get this TLC if you're not I on? I think it's K- a TLC app. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay.
6: Well, this uh, I'm glad. I hope TLC tries to sponsor us because uh, yeah, because I'll, I love I'll it learn so more much. about it and we'll do a live raid.
2: Oh boy, you guys, let's talk about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Uh, Like I said, it's not a show that I really watched, but I got into it. And wowee, this woman is a menace. So the cast of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City was the most diverse cast of the series, both racially and religiously. When it was announced that the Real Housewives franchise would be expanding to Salt Lake City, a lot of people were, I think, rightfully confused and curious. You think that the show would be all about Mormons, right? But sure, it's a central theme to the show, but it's about so much more than that. So allow me to introduce you to the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. In season one, we have Lisa Barlow, who is converted to Mormonism from Judaism. Meredith Mars, Damn. who is Jewish. Mary Cosby, who ran a sort of Christian cult and is married to her step Oh, my God. <laughs> Heather Gay, who is an ex-Mormon. <laughs> Whitney Rose, who is an ex Mormon, and of course, Jen Shah, born Mormon, converted to Islam.
6: I mean, can we wait? Can we watch her casting tape?
2: Oh, yeah. Now, please. yeah, let's put it on.
6: Let's Jen Shah's casting. T- this is crazy.
3: I'm 28 years old aka 45. I relate better with females that work. The ones that just sit at home and don't do anything. I don't play well with girls like that. I had to work my ass off here in Utah. We live yeah, in Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My husband travels a lot. There are like 20 pieces of luggage when we travel. And like maybe 17 or mine. I'm
8: telling you boys, she two types of crazy now.
3: I probably spend at least 50 grand a month. My wife's shopping habits <laughs> can be in and of themselves, a daily source of my drama.
6: Oh, my God. I like living in a she gated community female. in Utah. She does work. I mean, no one's going to question that she wor- She doesn't she work. She works eight days yeah. a week. She works hard.
7: I also like it how you have to, like, you know, play into what they want, you know, because they're, they're like, they're super smart people. They're, they know what Bravo wants. So he's just like, my wife is a constant source of drama. That would be the <laughs> first way I yeah. describe her.
2: I never see her. I only see her through the screen of our iPhone. Well, she also like
6: you know, puts up the fact that she's going to fight with people that don't that don't work hard on the Real Housewives. You know, yeah. it's like they here's like the conflict. Yeah. It's coming. You know, I was a semifinalist for the Real World in college. Did you guys know that? Is that oh, true? did I know that? I was at, I was interviewed. Which season? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. What I was what was two thousand and four. I don't remember what that one mm, was. I don't
7: so, know. Would that be but, like New Orleans? my granddad.
6: I think it was, with, no, it was New York. I think it might have actually been New York. But yeah. one of the things they asked me, like, how are you, like, how do you fight? Like, what do you do with conflict? And I remember just saying, like, I'm funny. I just kind of, you know, everything kind of just smooths over. You know, I just make a joke.
2: I try to make everyone happy. And they were like, well, well, well. <laughs> this guy's
1: yeah. out here.
2: <laughs> Smooth things over. We don't want that. We want explosive. Yeah. Any mental illness in your family? We want that.
6: (laughs) (laughs) So obviously on The Real Housewives, they didn't do like a very robust background check beyond the casting call. I mean,
2: do you have to?
6: That's what I'm saying. That's like, you know, in this business, the entertainment business, there is really no background check. They do not care for both crew, writers, actors, and definitely reality performers.
2: Yeah, actually, that's to bring up another thing For my favorite show, 90 Day Fiance. Um, that's the thing they're going to have to start doing because some of these men have like been to jail for domestic abuse, all sorts of stuff, and they Jeez. don't do that due diligence. Yeah. So things go haywire real yeah.
6: fast. Should we watch the trailer for the show, season one?
2: For 90 Day Fiance?
6: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we should just do a watch along for 90 Day yeah, Fiance. We'll do that.
2: We'll do that. I'll yeah. we'll have a, a popcorn night without. Yeah, put on the trailer. Do it up. <laughs>
3: I would drown her in the lake behind our house if she wasn't your friend. Pray for me, Whitney. Salt Lake City, Utah is known for its magnificent mountains and world-class ski slopes. There is also an elite social circle. This is Hollywood, honey. Fueled by beauty, wealth, and perfection. You can't buy the tits because my plastic surgeon retired. But what Salt Lake City is most
0: known for is the Mormon church. A quick lesson on how to be a good Mormon. Don't drink, don't swear, treat your body like a temple. It is
3: so hard to be a good
6: Mormon. To be Mormon, we are taught honesty and integrity. You're
0: fake, you're phony. That right there was unkind and dismissive. Fidelity within marriage.
6: I'm confused watching Meredith and Seth be touchy-filly, and I've heard
0: just seeing someone else. And most importantly, to watch for Seth. You're gonna go with Mary? To <laughs> grandfather?
2: And- oh. <laughs> oh boy.
6: I c- thank you for stopping it first of all and i just want to know this is the trailer and we're we're barely halfway through and i can't i can't possibly watch no i'm
2: invested now (laughs) now that she said i fucked your grandfather now that's what (laughs) i want to watch more they know how to get a girl like me involved invested i'm in there
7: if somebody had sex with my grandfather and yelled that at me i'd be like. (laughs) I don't know how I'd handle. it. I don't Dems think I can do
6: What do you even? At that point, you're like, yeah. I mean, what? What? what
2: it's like, uh, uh,
6: yes, that's Willie. Love that prune dick. Okay, let's keep it
2: moving. I mean, oh, he, Win- probably, <laughs> he probably has money. She's just waiting for him to die. Hello. Well,
9: uh, <laughs> actually, I'm going to chime in here about the step grandfather's. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, here we go. Nori, yeah. yeah. Producer yeah. Nori Mo. Do, do you
2: watch Real Housewives? Or are you a Real Housewives girly?
9: So I started watching the Real Housewives of New York Mm -hmm. early in the pandemic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then when Salt Lake City came out, I said I simply have to be a part of this. Okay. Okay. And and it it was like less intimidating because the other franchises have like six plus seasons and this Mm. one was new. So I could like get started with the Mm. originals. And I got sucked in.
2: Okay, good. So you know you're. So we're talking to a professional right
6: now. Okay, so tell us about the step grandfather situation.
9: So basically, I we mentioned before that uh, Mary essentially runs some sort of like Christian cult situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
9: Um, so her grandmother was the leader of this cult. And married her step grandfather. And so when she died, she said that Mary had to marry the step grandfather in order to take control.
6: Oh my God. Wow. It it wasn't even a, 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 what would you call it? It wasn't a marriage of love. Who
7: would have thought? Yeah. Uh,
9: (laughs) Uh Arrange some mindset.
2: Yeah.
7: That's actually sad. Wow. I wish it, I wish it was. Yeah, so I between. really
2: kind of want to watch more.
7: Yeah, I wish it was a story of like grandfather love. That would be really much sweeter, you know.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grant, that's so sweet. Here's a word. There's original and a wedding ring. I hate it. I hate
2: this. I will be watching. This sounds very intriguing.
1: To <laughs> I'm gonna.
6: I'm just gonna watch old waterboarding videos instead. Yeah, it's uh, the same uh, thing. God, all right.
2: <laughs> well, they shot the first season in 2020, which is a curious year indeed due to the pandemic. Also that year, she started the most 2020 business possible, a face mask business called JXA Fashion. It followed her eyelash business she started a year before called Shaw Lashes.
7: Yeah. See, she had eyelashes with the picture of the shava Iran on them. It was a very innovative product.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> During the first season of the show, Jen was established as a kind of super rich, mean girl. In the first episode, she threw another housewife, Meredith Marks, an $80,000 birthday party the day of another housewife, Lisa Barlow's actual birthday. I love (laughs) the shade. This So like, even though I don't want to watch you spend $80,000 on a party, I do love shade. So I feel so conflicted about the housewives. Should I watch it, you guys?
7: I also like sitting eighty thousand dollars in Salt Lake City too.
9: Yeah, well, she actually flew in, um, like Tongan dancers. Oh, uh,
7: that's that's what that's where the money.
9: Yeah, that's where the money went. Yeah, I mean, even that's
7: like eight thousand dollars.
6: I mean, how many? How dancers aren't expensive.
7: No, but Salt Lake City to Tonga, that's like seven flights. <laughs> There's no direct flight between Salt Lake City to Tonga. <laughs> you got to transfer to Hawaii and then Japan and then San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. Well, point well fair. made.
2: That's fair.
7: Stop over in oh, Guam okay. or
1: something.
2: She also flaunted around the Shaw Squad, a group of her employees who were assistants makeup artists and fashion designers
7: you live in salt lake city i like it when you have like a like this should be all very suspicious like why do you have any of these things you're not a part like you're on this show but you're not a
2: celebrity but in her head she already was oh but yeah exactly this is it oh my god fans had a lot of questions about the show the most common one being, how the hell does Jen afford her lifestyle when her husband is a football coach for the University of Utah and truly no one understood what she did for work? He's an Stop. assistant
7: coach, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, and an assistant coach, I mean, can make a decent money, but it's pu- it's a matter of public record. So they could tell because it's a public school. So they could mm. tell like, hey, this isn't matching up with all the stuff that we're seeing, you know?
1: So
2: after the first season aired, it was no secret that Jen had a temper. But after someone leaked a video of her yelling at the Shaw Squad, the public had a little more insight into how terrible she actually was.
3: Stop here, and that's it. And you can stop fucking smiling, bitch, and being a fucking bitch. Because you are. Yeah, you are. And Koa, handle this shit.
1: Okay, let's.
3: No, not let, you fucking handle it. Okay.
1: You don't have a fucking attitude with Not me. Attitude. This is. I'm fucking going to reunion this week. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Okay. No, you are shut the fuck
6: up. Get the fuck out. I'm tired. Oh my god. Damn. That is passionate. Someone call that passionate. Yeah, I think there's
2: more of that at the on the Hulu documentary. She like throws things and stuff. She's like, yeah. Wild. She's a wild girl.
6: Is the money that good? Why would not you just leave? I would just never. To just be that out of control too.
2: Well, here's a clip from ABC News of her ex-designer Koa Johnson talking about what it was like to work for Jen.
6: Love this guy's hair though.
2: Yeah, I yeah, love this he's guy. Cute.
6: He's great. Like a seagull.
10: So I did submit some information that may have helped um, lead them in a direction to convict her in her federal trial. I don't feel safe still with her out in public or until she's actually behind bars.
0: When fashion designer Koa Johnson joined the so-called Shaw Squad back during the tail end of filming for season one, it started off great, but it would not last.
10: I would describe a relationship very close because it was a business relationship, but at the same time, personal relationship because I had to work so closely with her. When I first created a look for her based off of She wanted to portray what was being a very glamorous, strong, Polynesian woman, fierce, inviting, pretty much a badass.
0: As her designer and stylist, Johnson had behind-the-scenes access to Shah at home day to day, even when the cameras stopped rolling.
10: Jennifer Shaw is a very difficult person to get to do anything. She is self-sabotaging. She will stay at home all day, in bed, in her pajamas, or in the clothes that she's been wearing for, like, the past three days.
0: Eventually, Johnson says he began seeing glimpses of what he called the Wicked Witch. Oh,
1: <laughs> Wicked Witch. So she's living
2: a luxurious life. She gets to bed yeah. all day.
7: I want to tell him, that he comes style me. I want, him, I want somebody to style me. Like, we, we improved Justin's look. We made him a badass.
2: Get him out of the Daisy Dukes and into a longer, <laughs>
7: yeah. What if short? So let me
6: let me ask you something. Do you like you like this? And you just come out in Daisy Dukes with your nuts hanging out, and you're like, "Is this? I don't know if this." I feel great.
2: I'm gonna submit you for for Queer Eye, Justin, so that you can.
6: Yeah. Aura. Oh my God, yes. Wait, what
2: if we all did Queer Eye? Not that I need it, of course, but you guys, I submit
7: you. <laughs> I'm not a good kind of candidate for queer <laughs> eye because a lot of the things that I wear for comfort are considered queer bait, anyway.
2: No, you're perfect because um, you need help.
7: Uh, no, I, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gay sex symbol already. That's what they would say. They would come in. and They would say, hey, "You're, you're
2: like, crushing it, bro. He's good. He's a gay sex symbol.
7: They're gonna try to wax me if they come into my house.
6: I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna take care of this.
2: When she was pressed by Andy Cohen on a Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion, she said, I mean, I run a lot of different companies and businesses. <laughs> when you're shopping online or on the Internet, we have an algorithm behind why you're getting served that ad.
6: Well, deep Business, business, business speak.
2: Algorithm. <laughs>
7: What do you do for a living? Well, I run many businesses.
6: <laughs> many,
2: many, many businesses, many successful businesses. I might add.
6: <laughs> All right, let's oh. see. You're talking about this on the reunion. Andy Cohen should have just been like, "What the fuck are you talking about?"
4: Yeah. People are wondering, like, how'd you get so rich?
3: My background is in direct response marketing for about 20 years. So our company does, you know, advertising. We we have a platform that helps people acquire customers. So when you're shopping online or on the internet and something pops, we have the algorithm behind why you're getting served that
2: ad.
6: It makes no sense. Hmm. Makes no yeah. fucking sense.
2: That's like when people ask me what I do for a living, I'll be like, yeah, the you know, I'm, I'm outside. And when I'm outside. I do that, I sometimes people pay me monies to be outside. And then I, nobody really questions.
6: I developed an algorithm for business. Okay. End of. End I of do business. Job
2: Don't worry about me.
4: Imagine bold, naturally aged Tillamook cheddar slices melting over a burger, eating thick cut cheddar shreds straight from the bag. It's nice to dream about cheese for a bit. Tillamook cheddar, extraordinary dairy.
11: then blended to perfection and cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.
4: Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Shits Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking.
2: Now, another question that came up was, why the fuck does Jen Shaw have a 40-year-old man as her assistant? Okay, so we have comedian and Emmy-nominated TV writer Ray Sani on the pod today to help us answer some of these questions. Now, you'll hear from her throughout the episode as sort of our resident Real Housewives expert. First of
8: all, I was... Astonished to find out that Stu was straight. Did you know that Stu <laughs> is married to a woman and has young children? No, well, what, like, I don't know
2: enough about Stu. What do you? Th- what did you think of their relationship? Like, walk us through what happened with Jen and Stu when she, when they pled guilty way before Jen.
8: It was it was so funny because i don't understand why Stu also agreed to be on the show but his his role on the show was jen's like assistant he was her like go-to guy and he was running everything like you would see them do scenes in her lamborghini or whatever expensive car i don't know what it is i don't understand cars thing that they would be in but he but it was crazy to me because he was the number two in the conspiracy, but he was acting like her butler basically on the show. Like she was just sunning him constantly. (laughs) And so like, I just, I didn't understand. And then, um, so when Stu, uh, got indicted, he pleaded guilty uh, pretty quickly, actually, and gave up everything on Jen. Like, Damn. it was it was a done deal. Um, be- and that's how I found out he had a wife and kid. I was like, this is not Wait. a gay assistant. <laughs> I'm so shocked.
2: A grown-ass <laughs> man but,
8: getting you water? Yeah, I was like, what? Exactly. I couldn't understand. It's like, if we are, if you are the Joe Pesci to my Bobby De Niro, like, I'm not getting on TV and getting you water. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was very strange that she had a 40-year-old man as her assistant. We do have a clip of Stu's intro onto the show. So let's, let's look at Stu. He's a grown-ass man for, for uh, visual purposes. He's more than 40. <laughs> yeah, he's past 40.
1: You know where
4: we should go? <laughs>
8: we should go to the sushi place. Or we can go to Armand's. Do you want to go to Armand's?
3: There's no time to eat lunch. You have a lot of work to do. Don't you? You know what? You're getting a co-shop pep talk every day until the day of the party to get your mind right. My mind right? Coach Shaw will fire you up and you're gonna, you'll are oh, gonna be ready uh,
6: to go. He he, he uh, does a killer job.
3: Stuart is my personal and business assistant. He just does everything. He business knows my favorite color, here. my favorite food. He'll go get me tampons. I like it. He knows when my period is every month. Stuart knows everything. He knows more than Sharif knows. About
8: crimes. Um, yeah, about,
3: <laughs>
6: about the yeah. scam we're running. <laughs> <laughs> about also, I can't, I just,
8: like honestly if i'm about to take federal charges for you i'm not getting you tampons get the fuck out of here i kidding? wouldn't yeah. be in
6: a car with her you for more than two minutes no. yeah. And she's on camera driving around what do you want to go to see what a sushi you want to go to lunch she's like oh yeah. well, you just get some jersey mics huh what do you think what
1: is well, <laughs>
2: <I assume laughs> their, their relationship i thought that she was having an affair i mean because i don't know enough i didn't watch the show really so i was like oh this man is her assistant but they're like having an affair Meanwhile between while no he is Well I mean they was having an affair it was just a different yeah. guy <laughs> That's <Yeah>. true <laughs> That is true I
8: I truly I and what is like did they think that this would be a sufficient cover up? Like is this kind of gaming the feds? Like you
1: yeah, you maybe. pretend to be her
8: party planner so no one notices that you're defrauding the elderly? Like
1: <laughs>
6: We live in a at a time too where it's like uh, people don't want to offend or make assumptions, you yeah. know? And so like if this was the '90s, people would just be shrieking at this man. Like, yeah. what are you doing? You are you are, not, you, you are not you are not a real assistant. Yeah, <laughs> you know. you're old. You're, you can't be a ball some... boy
2: at 40. That's yeah. not how you do things. <laughs> no. exactly.
6: How do you suck this bad? What the fuck is wrong with you? But today, people are like, you know what? He's just maybe he's in a transition yeah, in his life. He's trying to find some meaning. He's really looking inward, yeah. reflecting, and he wants to be in service. He really just wants to be in service. (laughs)
8: But what was fascinating was how much Jen sort of spent the first season talking about how important to her business um, Stu was, how important (laughs) to her life Stu was, like
1: everything.
6: That was the most honest she was on the whole show then. She's he's
2: so important. Important. I don't want to say how, but but just know he's important to me.
8: He's important. But then in between the first season, Season and this the airing of the second season is when she got arrested and everything like that, and the confessionals and the way she talks about Stu is completely different. Now she's like, Stu and I were never that close. I don't even really know Stu
2: like that. Honestly, <laughs> yes. I don't even who married kids. <laughs> nah, not on my, what? Huh? It was astonishing.
7: I don't know how Stu learned the, the intricacies of my menstrual cycle because I've never yes. met him. <laughs> I
1: mean, I've never
8: to him. That's so crazy. He hacked in my um, apps,
1: <laughs>
8: and, um, and it was crazy because I think Stu pleaded guilty before even the whole second season aired. So he took like something crazy, like big time numbers, something maybe like six years, wow. like something ugly. Um, Just to tell the feds that Jen was full of shit. So that's how I knew she was. I was like, oh no, she's not confused. This man just took like football numbers to snitch on her. Like she did something.
1: Yeah.
2: So when Jen Shaw was arrested, everything actually started to make a lot more sense. Almost everything she flaunted on the show was fake. So she rented the Shasky Chalet. She borrowed or rented cars that were shown in the show. She borrowed a lot of the bigger jewelry she wore from a local store. And a lot of the designer bags she had were counterfeit, which was clearly logged when the feds logged the items in her home. I mean, that part was truly devastating.
7: Yeah. She had gookie purses.
2: Gookie. I love a gookie. (laughs) Who's going to question her, though? When she's like flaunting everything so lavishly, like you can buy a fake purse and no one's going to really question that it's fake or real. But who's going to check me?
7: I feel like it's easier in Salt Lake City where it's dominated by a religion, you know, that's about modesty. Mm -hmm. I feel like I feel like in L.A. people are going to see that gookie purse coming a mile away.
2: (laughs) That dookie purse. (laughs) According to the answer of the garnishi, which was filed March 1st, 2023, Jen Shah made $34,500 an episode. Oh, my okay? God. Season one was the only season she was on the show for the full 16 episodes, meaning she had made 552000 during the course of a year before taxes. So she was good just doing the show. She did not have yeah. to do all of this fraud. Yeah. She could have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. She then started a company called Shaw Beauty in 2021. These businesses were not good and maybe not even real. And if you're wondering what Jen was like on the show, well, we'll have our guests paint you a picture. So, Ray, can you explain to us what Jen was like on the show? Like, how would you describe her if you had to describe I'm not
8: Jen? A nutshell. A I think so. Uh, so, Real Housewives has been on TV for, gosh, since maybe like 2008, 2007. Um, And so anybody who's getting cast in 2020, 2021 or whatever, has probably watched the show um, for a decade. And so Jen Shaw had basically uh, curated her personality to be the most kind of attention-getting, like, Mm. lightning rod member of that cast. Mm. So, like, there was this uh, Versace, there was this Versace suit that, at the time, literally everyone was wearing. It was this, like, uh, you remember the J-Lo dress Mm -hmm. that, like, broke Google? Yes. So, she was wearing Versace's uh, remake of that in the suit form. Like that's the kind of person she was. It was Mm. like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be very visible. I'm gonna be very attention getting. She was like throwing glasses at parties and at her own husband's birthday party, she was like starting chaotic fights and (laughs) and things like that. So um, I would say that... um, I liked Jen in the first episode, but she was one of the most very obvious, phony, like Mm. studied Real Housewives and knew Mm. what would be the most attention grabbing, the most um, news generating position to to put herself in. You're saying she was
6: the most inauthentic. Yes. Housewife
8: the, most, the, the fraudiest housewife If you
2: will <laughs> But I think that when you study it that hard And you become it You really become that shit I believe that she believed yeah. I, I am able to throw my wine glass at people Because this is who I am now
8: well, so here's the thing. So when when she got a lot of flack from the general audience and from her co-workers from be, for being such an over the top idiot, she even was kind of physically aggressive as well. Um, she like was grabbing them and yoking them up a little bit oh whenever she was like in the audience in, in arguments and stuff. She it was crazy. She's she's very savvy, but. It's, it's a little easy to telegraph, but like, or would I be telegraphing? She would be telegraphing. I don't know English. So she was like, um, she, it was during 2020, her first season, or at least during the pandemic. And it was immediately after like George Floyd had sort of inspired, obviously these like nationwide protests and stuff. So she used race to get out of trouble on the reunion. Like she's, she's one of those. So there was a, there was a full black woman on this cast, but Jen who's a Tongan woman, if I remember correctly, would be like, you can't call people of color aggressive while Mary was sitting in the cut, not being called (laughs) aggressive
2: at all. I'm happy that I've made her Puerto Rican for this show. For whenever I have to like, whenever I have to read something that she wrote, I make her Rosie Perez for this entire.
8: (laughs) Wait, first of all, that's amazing. I love that she's Rosie Perez for you. But what what also is fascinating about Jen Shah is she's married to a black man, like a black Muslim dude, and it was like she was a negress by proxy. It was really crazy. <laughs> so, she would like, so she would be like, she, she would rock braids, you know? Yeah, yeah. And she would like, so there was a Black woman, Mary Cosby on the show, very ooh, complicated. Yeah. And she would like call Mary out in ways that felt like a, a woman of color who wasn't Black shouldn't have been feeling comfortable enough to do
2: right so like yeah.
8: jen had um what do you call it it's if you're not a white person it's not wigga,
2: is it but she had like, but she's that i mean she did say she had like a wigger tendency. we yeah. saw her in one yeah. of the <laughs> interviews say like well in utah i'm black so so yes. in her head yes she, that was crazy yeah like, she no, said, said it out loud
8: <laughs> and she so she would weaponize that yes. a lot and, uh it was part of her scams I guess you know basically don't accuse me of a crime because I'm black ish yeah. uh don't acknowledge that I'm a shitty person because I'm blackish you know
7: kinda. what part of Tonga are you from oh. 125th Street
1: <laughs> <laughs> she was from
8: the MLK Boulevard
7: <laughs>
8: <laughs> can we
6: talk about Sharif though uh, how did how did Sharif? Fall for this. Like, do you think Sharif knew what was happening this whole time?
8: Absolutely. Sharif is a lawyer.
6: <laughs> Sharif. That's is a right. Lawyer, he a he went to degree, law school.
1: Right.
8: And um, and obviously he's, he's a college football coach, but only the best college football coaches are making millions of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. his income is not supporting their lifestyle. And you mean to tell me you didn't ask your wife what she does? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, the way that Sharif would respond, it was like, uh, Sharif, if if I were partnered with a scammer, I would be like, I you probably did it. I'm not going to tell the world you didn't. (laughs) I don't know. You know, like if I had nothing to do with it, I'd be like the feds must know something I don't. So I wouldn't I wouldn't jump out the window and be like, she's innocent and all this stuff. Um, the way that he defended her so adamantly made me feel like he must at least know something because he's just an invested, just as invested in the innocence mm. of her reputation or whatever as, as she is. And I don't know. I feel like married couples talk. Don't they talk? You're married, Justin. Don't you talk to your wife? But, oh, but no. in
1: a
2: different way because she was... <laughs> 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 Jen Shaw said she enough. was in a FaceTime marriage So maybe they don't talk
8: Oh that's true He yeah. also He also seemed to not really like her If you he watched the show <laughs> like, Yeah Like <laughs> he was He was kind of there so that they could get the income Right And I actually on Twitter Accused him of doing this But it ended up that he didn't have to Because the federal government divorced them uh, De facto
2: So I need you to rank your top three Jen Shaw blow-ups on the show. Because it seems like she had one per episode.
8: (laughs) Right? (laughs) She had a blow-up every episode. One of the big ones, or one of the most important ones, she was in a, what I would term, an abusive friendship with Heather. And uh, (laughs) this is actually terrible. She (laughs) called Heather Shrek online. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And (laughs) Heather confronted her about this. And she managed to blow up and manipulate Heather into thinking Heather was in the wrong. And then Heather was, like, apologizing to her. But all of this was
2: happening in an igloo. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why the show was important.
1: Wow!
2: <laughs> what?
1: I, In an,
8: yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't understand it. I don't. I, how do you make an igloo on mainland US? But you can, you can. apparently, outside of Minnesota. So,
6: <laughs> damn, that is incredible.
8: Yeah. Um, Jen was good for a fight, but she was very erratic. And unfortunately, all her fights were not particularly pleasant to watch because uh, all of them felt very manufactured. Mm -hmm. It always felt like she was looking for a moment. And like I mentioned before, you know, when you've been watching um, a certain show for a decade you sort of figure out how to get the most press and it seemed like she was actively pursuing press and mm. also always going after people who weren't as strong as she is mm. in terms of personality and aggression so and also in, her scams.
6: in our scam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> her scams scamming elderly going after
5: elderly so people here's
8: the here's the thing though here's the thing her co-host mary cosby a uh leader of an evangelical church that she founded with her uh, Mm step-grandfather-turned-husband. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they were apparently scamming people into giving up their houses and taking out second mortgages to um, fund the church. And so... I think Mary is the best scammer on that show because Mary's not in prison and Jen is. That's true.
6: Well, it's funny because that's a common thing in a lot of those evangelical cult kind of communities. They yeah. do that a lot. So it's like, that's just good religion. Yeah. That's not even scamming. <laughs>
8: but the marrying your step grandfather, that's a little uncommon. <laughs> I don't
6: even know what category yeah, that I is don't know on Pornhub. they make that happen. I don't even, is that even?
2: It's not, not yet. Jen Shaw was arrested on March 30th, 2021, when they were filming the second season of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Hi, Jen. Here's snacks. Yes,
3: of course, yay. Jen
1: brought
3: snacks too. You want
2: to give me a hug? I'm going to you How are you? I don't really mean- Look at yeah.
1: the hair. Oh my gosh. Hi. So pretty. Go to so the the brains. Brains. How long did
2: it take? It took her like
3: two hours.
10: What is she we
9: she's How's everybody doing?
3: We're fine. amazing.
9: Good.
6: Yeah. She's getting a phone call. Okay.
3: Hi baby. Mm-hmm. Actually no, not yet. We're still we're at Beauty Lab and Laser in the parking lot. And you to go to the house?
8: So this is her I'm husband like, calling like, her, oh, telling her my... the feds are looking for her.
3: To... Can I what?
8: Now she asked her co-worker to take the microphone, microphone pack off of her so she could take the call from Sharif without production hearing. Oh,
6: Look at that, that face, the face just dropped.
1: Hi, Hi. how are you? Good to see you. These braids! (laughs) I know, that's what makes it even Uh, more comical. The braids!
3: You look good, babe? Are you okay? I have some bad news What's going on? I just got a phone call and Strafe's seniors on in the hospital. He has internal bleeding, so. so now she's He's telling like, a full lie, is that her a lie. Yeah, we're still here. A so big I
6: mean, lie. A full throated wow. lie. Yeah
3: What's her what? are here. I don't know. He had an appointment and he has internal bleeding and they're not sure if they're. Internal bleeding? Really she's blinking no. a lot. She's on. scratching
6: okay. her head. So,
1: so specific. You yeah.
3: You know what I mean? no you guys go and then and i'll figure out what's going on if if he's okay then i can like catch a flight or something
1: i mean how can he be okay come here sorry it's gonna be okay, this is
2: the friend heather this she Aww. called a shrek
8: by the way damn
2: shrek fiona i'm okay. gonna call her i just got a call from. um Husband,
7: I like how much she's, she's hanging around. When I hear yeah, the feds are, at my I house, it would just be, yeah, they would just <laughs> wait, film me wait, wait, wait.
1: getting but into she's, a trying to play cool. running. she's trying to play cool because oh,
8: her husband's got internal bleeding. She's not getting chased by the feds. Right. right. And he has some internal bleeding
3: that's like oh, But now. if my husband's got internal bleeding, I'm, I'm out too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. come here. Are you okay? Wait, oh, no, oh,
1: I just don't know what's wrong. Okay, can I give you a hug? Yeah. Hey, you Let's yeah, just take you this movie bag. Okay. I'm yeah. Just gonna get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna... I've got this Chanel purse. It's fake. Don't
10: worry, I'm gonna get
7: out of here.
8: And if you want us to turn the bus around. I can turn that what bus around. What a good around. friend. Because Aww. even if your husband has internal bleeding, we
2: still got a show to shoot. Yeah. We'll turn yeah. that bus around. We got spas to yeah. go to, baby girl.
7: She's going to be really hard to find. It's a Tongan woman that for some reason... <laughs> the only Tongan braids. woman
2: in all of Utah. With, with Six braids. foot
7: long braids. <laughs> it's like... Who looks like Brandy's first hey, we, album cover.
2: That's, that's not
8: even... What is the craziest part about it? Okay. So Jen, apparently she like, uh, she gets out of there just in time. The feds come to the set and press the, uh, the production and the rest of the women asking for her. There were helicopters and everything. She was basically on the run for like six hours or some shit. And yes. she finally turned herself in at the end of the day. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but also, this is my favorite part about Jen getting arrested because we see those braids, right? Mm-hmm. They locked her up. She was released that same day. But her next court appearance, there was no braids in it that was hair. <laughs> yeah. It was a bob.
1: It was a bob. It was
8: bob. a bob.
2: Because, because the bob she, she is only wanted to be black
8: she only yeah. want to be
2: black though yeah when, no, when the every, fads ain't no, involved everybody does the bob when they go to 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 court that is a yeah. court haircut hairstyle
8: yeah. wig. i want you to be as i want you to be as thugged out as possible jen <laughs> you was <is> weaponizing <laughs> black lives that go to court with braids in i want to yeah.
1: see it. Yeah. In, in utah
2: So contrary to Jen's story about what happened, a court document describes her arrest. It claims that Jennifer Shaw was called by an unidentified caller informing her to return home that her husband told him to call. Not long after, she received a call by an NYPD detective. The officers pulled up in a car and told her they just wanted to talk. Oldest line in the book. Jen was charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering. That's pretty good, considering. She pled not guilty, but luckily did not decide to represent herself in court, although I bet she probably could. (laughs) In, In November 2021, Stewart changes his plea to guilty and cooperated with the feds to get to Jen. Throughout 2021, Jen maintained her innocence, even starting a hashtag, free Jen Shaw and selling merch ahead of her trial because that is what you do again when you are innocent.
7: Yeah. You sell that merch. You gotta do the Sean King move.
2: (laughs) The tees range from $25 to $30. The sweatshirts were $65 and a bedazzled baseball jacket clocking in for $120 all sold through Rebel P Customs. Unfortunately, the collection has been taken down. Damn. I would have loved to get some I want that baseball jacket. Ooh, it's bedazzled. That's nice. The people need to see this.
7: There's some, there's some stuff up on Etsy I'm still seeing now. Some, uh, hashtag Free Jin Shah is a shirt.
2: It's probably on eBay. Someone's like reselling. In 2021, Shah filed a motion for indictment to be dismissed because of statements made by two special agents during an interview for the documentary we've been playing clips from, The Housewife and The Shah. She argued that those statements were compromising her ability for a fair trial and/or prejudicial against her. The court found no such thing and denied her motion denial subpoena to ABC. Shaw believed she could subpoena ABC for more information regarding what detectives said. However, the court found that the privilege of the journalists and the research could not be impeded for general, non-specific reasons. <laughs>
11: Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.
4: Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking.
2: Now, here's a clip from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City of Jen and her mom chatting about her quote-unquote innocence four days before the trial.
3: Oh, my gosh. I can't believe the day is here. I know.
1: Yeah.
6: Four days until the trial.
3: It's surreal for me because I'm like, the next time that I come home, I'll either be guilty or innocent.
6: Yeah, guilty. As, I'm, I'm You'll be ahead.
2: innocent. We know
3: that,
6: right? Yeah, no.
2: We know that, right?
6: No. No.
2: I wish Dad was here to help. Just... I would just feel better.
3: Remember what grandma and everybody has always said? Don't be to the culture. And the talking culture, you're always surrounded by your ancestors. They're always around you. <laughs> but when you call their name, they're right next to you. She
6: tried to get their ancestors' so when you credit walk card into info. That courtroom,
3: yeah. <laughs> before you walk in, you call. You call on your grandma and your grandma and your dad and everybody. And they'll be right there with you they won't My You'll mom s- is somebody I lean on a lot. She's so supportive and we were supporting her. I don't tell her thank you enough. It made me cry, you know, when you were like I'm going to cash out my retirement accounts. I'm going to give you this money and this cash and put up these properties and Well, sweetheart, you are innocent and I'm going to do whatever I can and I'll tell you what How can I enjoy life if things don't go right for you? You know what I'm saying? Awful. The trial has been pushed five times and it's like, wow, it's finally here. Like this is,
7: yeah, you're fucked.
3: This is
2: it. Like it's really happening.
7: Why is she dressed like she's at dinner with
2: Beetlejuice? Yeah, I was going to say she's wearing a business bob. The bob is what happens when you go to trial. You immediately get a bob. By summer 2022, she had pled guilty. Several of the victims sent impact statements telling the judge just how much Jen had ruined their lives, but in fact, her victims numbered in the thousands. Yikes. She claims she had a legitimate start in career in telemarketing and was poached by fraudsters who recognized her skills in telemarketing. But at some point, she knew what she was doing was illegal and left before joining the Housewives. Mm, I don't know. The texts say otherwise, right? In April 2023, the court permitted Shah's lawyer, Priya Chandri, to withdraw because she hadn't been paid since July of 2022.
6: Oh, fun. <laughs> Yo. Crazy. Can you imagine all the phone calls she got from anxious, stressed Jen Shaw and then she never got paid? No, (laughs) no, that's why I don't practice, guys.
2: Additionally, Shaw had already been sentenced to 78 months in jail. The firm has also placed a retaining lien. She owed one hundred (laughs) twenty four thousand dollars, a little a little over one hundred twenty four thousand dollars in legal fees and expenses. Jen Shaw was forced to give other items to pay for the judgment. 108 items total, only 32 of which were authentic luxury brands. The rest were all counterfeit. How could this be?
6: (laughs) Wait. That's so, she should be, I mean, I think she should be able to keep them. The fake ones. They're not worth anything.
2: I mean, they're worth something to somebody. I'd buy a counterfeit and you'd never know.
6: You'd never know. You'd
2: never know, because I'm a luxury girl.
6: (laughs) You could tell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You've let us know.
2: So let's go through some of the items now, okay? Okay. One counterfeit Chanel gold quilted shoulder bag, silver chain strap. One counterfeit Fendi white quilted handbag with removable strap and gold hardware. One counterfeit Bottega Veneta. Olive green clutch with extensively damaged card case interior. <laughs> That's funny, oh. that they added that part. <laughs> and one counterfeit Balenciaga silver leather handbag with removable shoulder strap and gold hardware. I would I tell you purchase what. all of these items today. Yeah.
6: I love a removable shoulder strap. Same. I just <laughs> I just learned that.
2: Today. It sounds so this cute, is... except for the damaged card. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's just Give me the swiping. fucking Amex. Where the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
7: Goddamn
6: card
2: case. Knockoff.
7: Yeah, the made in Senegal tagging one. <laughs> 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 Sold on Canal Street.
2: <laughs> she, that's where she got it. Yeah. I think we have a clip now of jen shaw being sentenced to six and a half years in prison how sad jen shaw the real housewife getting
3: six and a half years in prison for her role in orchestrating a fraud scheme abc's aaron katursky is back again you were in the courtroom for this aaron
5: i was in the courtroom and i'm not sure the judge necessarily believed her but far from the combative (laughs) character seen on reality television Jennifer Shaw presented herself in court, Janae, as contrite, remorseful, even prepared to make amends for ruining the lives of thousands of elderly victims. I'll give you guys all a Chanel handbag. Jen Shaw is waiting to learn in which federal prison she'll have to spend the next six and a half years. She left court wearing sunglasses after tearfully apologizing. My actions, she said, have hurt innocent people. I
3: was devastated. I was so ashamed because I thought I
2: was a smarter person than that.
5: Yeah. That's the fucking thing. Mm Shame
6: of all. We all think
2: we're shame. We think we're smarter, but
7: yeah, we're not. And she should. And she. You shouldn't be ashamed as a victim. She should be ashamed for coming out here and all that fake stuff. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I have no shame. Put me in the fake. Put me in the fake (laughs) fur. Put me me in the the fakes. The life Jen had built for herself finally came (laughs) crashing down. She was just a fraudster trying to chase down the American dream, you guys. It's honestly admirable how she knew she was doing illegal shit and still signed up to be on a reality TV show where she would be filmed nonstop. (laughs) She flew too close to the sun, I think.
7: It's just so funny. Like, I like people who, because this even this, like, the Donald Trump thing, you know, like, if I was a, like, you know, corporate criminal, the last thing I would do was open my books up to the scrutiny of a presidential campaign.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What?
7: Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so dumb.
6: Yeah. Every, and she was already getting sued. She was already on the radar. She was. Yeah. Shit was already, like, the heat was already on.
8: What is astonishing to me about Jen is the audacity. But I suppose if you're doing a fraud on such a massive level, you have to be a pretty audacious person Mm -hmm. because her lower level co-conspirators had all pleaded guilty like 18 months before she'd even joined the TV show. If the feds are investigating me and people have already pled guilty, (laughs) I'm not going I'm not going on. TV. No. But not only did she not only did she go on TV, she went on TV with like expensive luxury items that there is no possible way. She at the com- like confounding job description she gave of herself, plus her husband's probably only I say only, but like three hundred thousand dollars a year job couldn't possibly afford. The feds are already checking for you. You're you're brandishing items that there's no possible way you can afford legally and you're doing scenes which your highest level co-conspirator <laughs> all the time. I I don't I, I I will I I will never comprehend the audacity.
2: I can't believe it. She was very much about collecting a bag and she knew that real housewives was a bag. She just
8: wanted more.
2: Like, she just wanted more. But see, that
8: was a mistake because uh, after a certain amount of time, I think post-pandemic, the like $2 million, $3 million annually uh, salaries were not being offered by NBC Universal anymore. Mm. They were not paying people Nini contracts no more. Uh Mm. They weren't giving people Bethany country. So you really just put your crimes on camera for what? 60K? 100K? For the first season on a show based in Salt Lake City? Come on.
2: Just do it. You got to crime smarter, you know? Yeah. Crime smarter, not harder. That should be yeah. on a yeah, shirt. She...
7: This is insane. <laughs> I can't. <And> so <laughs> much of that stuff, we found out so much of that stuff was
8: fake. Yeah, yeah we a we, lot, yeah, of, yeah, a lot, a of, lot of the Just, a lot of the stuff was fake, yeah,
2: but that also is a crime like
8: true, to, yeah. true, <laughs> to yeah. actively be purchasing and trading really like good counterfeits, counterfeits yeah <laughs> like come on true
2: true <clears throat> true so Jen was sentenced eventually to six and a half years in prison, and since there's no parole in the federal system, that's what she will serve And she has to pay back $6 million. Is that all? Come on. She's at a minimum security prison in Bryan, Texas, where Elizabeth Holmes is also doing time. So it's a laid back prison where inmates aren't even required to sleep in their own beds. Some would say it's like a sexy prison. (laughs) (laughs) So I know you're all wondering, I know it, you know it, how is Jen Shaw handling prison? So after a rocky start, she seems to be thriving. Her last Instagram She's been Instagram pressing post. 350. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. She's built. Her last Instagram post from 20 weeks ago is a journal entry from prison, <laughs> 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 which I love. Huge fan of her work.
6: Wait, let's read it.
2: Yeah. Okay. This is a an Instagram journal entry. And I assumed that it was going to be like handwritten or like <laughs> much smaller font. It's like in point fourteen font. So, so there's,
7: not many words. That? <laughs> there's not let you have that. It's not But they you have Instagram and in jail. Yeah,
2: what? I, who knew? Oh, it's slides. Oh, it's oh, multiple slides. Uh, oh, all right, let's much. get
6: going. Let's hear it.
2: Journal entry number 2. Kashana, <laughs> whose nickname is Special K, also surrendered with me yesterday. We kind of <laughs> stuck together in the first full days as we both walked in shocked, stunned and scared, trying to figure out where we go from here. Today is Saturday, and it's 6 a.m. brown bag breakfast brought into the common area of our unit. I was so tired, and I didn't wake up, but Special K got one for me. She's kind. And there are not many kind people in this place. I cried silently, sitting on my top bunk (laughs) bed last night, pretending to fall asleep reading a book. But in actuality, my chest was hurting as if my heart had broken in a million pieces. I laid in the dark alone with my thoughts of having to say goodbye to my family, to my sweet husband and my boys. Sharif's face was seared in my thoughts, remembering Omar's tears as I hugged him tight. Sharif Jr.'s face on FaceTime as I said goodbye to him from the SUV before we arrived at Bryant FPC. As I stare into the dark, I think this has to be a dream. But here I am. I keep thinking this is insane. Completely ridiculous. Why am I here? I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
7: okay. you, did you miss your own trial? That's why you're here.
2: I mean, wait. I know why I'm here. But this just feels like so. Some- <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> I mean, I know why I'm here. But this just feels like someone like me. Doesn't belong here.
8: Uh, I've never uh. been in trouble before.
2: Then I instantly stop myself from going down this self-destructive path of thinking. I am here because of my bad decisions. I am here because I did this to myself and there is no one to blame but me. The pain and the guilt I feel for creating victims, for doing this to my family, putting them through this ordeal the past two and a half years, and the pain of having to watch me surrender yesterday. And now... The beginning of what will be seventy-eight months without me is crushing my soul. My eyes are filling up with tears. I go to the bathroom and cry so no one will see or hear me.
7: You're allowed to be in the bathroom alone. Her, they also have like a separate bathroom like that where you could do that. That sounds incredible. Yeah, the, all of this sounds like the the best prison experience ever. Like you're allowed to be on the phone. You yeah. have like Instagram
2: a r- journal. That's yeah, serious. you have
7: Instagram. <laughs> like, like, it's like, dude, well, go to federal prison, guys. Stop going to jail, hitting a lady in the head with a crowbar. You've got yeah. to scam. do some kind of financial. Yeah, do a scam so you can I'm go to this on jail, it, you guys.
2: I'm working on it. Yeah, send me to the nice jail.
7: Yeah, this is nice jail.
6: Like, this is good. When you get cute. there, and then we could do a whole season. Ariel in the fancy we'll be federal able to, prison because that's yeah. allowed
2: in the fancy that's prison.
6: allowed <laughs> yeah she's gonna have to go <laughs> like I'm tearing up but I'm a little late for my podcast recording
2: I've got to get going
6: yeah.
2: <laughs> the only jail thing about this is that she has a cellmate called special k yep Yeah. the rest of it is me on a regular Tuesday can't remember a phone number it takes me 15 minutes to dial it all sorts of things that's me
7: she accepted a gift from Special K and it didn't lead to the consequence of being sold for a pack of cigarettes. We yeah. don't know yet.
2: This was her. <laughs> yeah, we we'll This we'll see.
7: Yeah.
2: So now, according to her manager, Chris Giovanni, she's working on a play called The Real Housewives of Brian about, you guessed it, real life housewives who are also in prison with Jen. <laughs> I
7: can't. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs>
2: You know what, How
7: are you going to be a real high life housewife and you don't have a house? You live in prison.
2: Real prison wives. You know what? TLC will buy That's a, a very
7: different show. Real prison wives. <laughs>
6: yeah, it's actually you're right. <laughs> it's a different, different channel, different show. show. It comes on after
2: love, after lockup.
6: Yeah, you got to subscribe to that channel.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, I was thinking it would be a real reality show. Get your mind out the gutter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: Well, I hope that she emerges from prison a great playwright. Okay, she'll be the next <laughs> Shakespeare. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Sorry.
7: Uh-huh.
2: Sorry, I want
6: to get I want to get waterboarded again <laughs> for job training. <laughs> yeah, team
2: building. Team building. All right. So here's what she's been up to in her own words. It's exhausting being Latina Gen child, but someone has to do it. I have found multiple ways to mentor other prisoners, tutoring GED and ESL students, mentoring women on their release plans, Mm. teaching multiple workout classes. (laughs) She does abs, Pilates and head training, by the way, and tutoring on reading, writing and vocabulary. I feel like she doesn't know how to do any of this stuff. But I guess if you were on TV, people are more willing to trust you.
6: She, I'm sure, looks like she and sounds like she knows what she's doing. Yeah. To the prisoners that don't have GEDs or that are ESL.
2: Yeah, that's true.
6: Hope is all you got.
2: Here's Ray on what she thinks the next season of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City will look like without R. Jen Shah. Well, what do you think the next season will be like without her, without her fiery spirit? honest but boring <laughs>
6: yeah you that was such a pause <laughs> you were like mm. so i th- i thought you got really sad just now <laughs>
8: <laughs> i can't imagine that it'll be particularly good um, jen was in as frustrating as she was and as like obvious as her stunts were the fact is she was the only one bringing anything so you know
6: after you hear about like she married the step grandfather you can only play on that for so long. I mean, you got you to keep it moving. You kind yeah, of just I mean, like wow. It's like
8: it's like uh, it's, yeah. It's you married your step grandfather and started a church that no one can get closed down, and then you're you have a fraud, and then there's not much going on in Utah outside of that. So yeah, I think it's going to be astonishingly boring. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, but they'll probably
2: talk about her I, a lot. Like her spirit will still remain.
8: I think they'll probably talk about her some depending though on sometimes like, like I really do think that they were upset with Jen for lying so aggressively because she wasn't just like not saying anything. It would be one thing to be like, Hey, I can't really talk about that. It's an open investigation or whatever, which yeah. also doesn't make for good TV. Right. But this woman was protesting yeah. her innocence. Like she was in just her sure. co- <laughs> she, was, she was like in her, you know, co-workers' face, I am innocent. You know. <laughs> so I can't imagine production was very happy to see a plea deal in which she's like, yeah, everything you said is true. I, you know, I did all of that. You
6: know, I do I mean, have a lot of empathy for production I, in yeah. the course of learning about all of this. It's like I, in, in reality TV, I think is gross or whatever. I don't think it's mm-hmm. good for society in general. But then you see this. And you're like, all oh, these producers were just trying to, like, do their job.
1: They
8: were just trying to exploit a criminal. Yeah. And it's so <laughs> <Yeah. unfair.
2: laughs>
8: yeah. I don't feel bad. Oh, well, that she got them. Before oh, well, they got yeah, her, you
2: know, happens every day. But, B. Yeah.
8: yeah, I guess <laughs> so. Just, it was um, it, it was it was interesting to watch. I mean, I mean, like, I remember the day it was announced on Twitter, like all of Househives Twitter was like frozen. Like, what the fuck? Like, we were all looking for helicopter footage. We were all <laughs> trying to figure out where Jen was on the run. Actually, as funny as it is that she was arrested um, almost on camera. Uh, this kind of goes back to her weaponizing race as you know a way to sort of win people over. Her kids are biracial, um, black and Pacific Islander, and and also her black nephew were was in was living with them at the house. So the feds apparently showed up to her house when Sharif was there and calling her like. These niggas are right here. um, (laughs) Like uh, what apparently what happened is that the feds like like banged hardcore on her door and had the guns out even before anybody showed up to the door. And they actually had um, footage of like ring camera footage of her son and the black nephew hands up walking out of the house. But it, this is crazy because Bravo got that footage and put it on the show of these young black kids getting held up by the police pretty aggressively because at the time she was insisting upon her innocence. So here are the cops violating her children while in like wrongly arresting this person, and then she's like on the internet being like. I can't believe like Bravo showed that footage of my kids getting violated that way. Well, it turns out she's the bitch who gave the ring footage over to Bravo. I was gonna say, <laughs> <laughs>
6: that's, not, that's not footage that production would have access to unless you <laughs> no, gave it to they them. They
8: weren't there. They were filming <laughs> the parking lot that you rushed away from. <laughs> Incredible! Wow! 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 She's a nut job. She's yeah, a nut job. It's it's funny, except for the fact that obviously her kids were traumatized by that experience, and you know, um even if someone is a criminal, that is fun to laugh at and. Criminals are not fun to laugh at, but this one in particular, who's an idiot who is yeah. defrauding the elderly <laughs> yeah. and then going on national yeah. TV, fl- flossing. Yeah, um, <laughs> Even though that's fun to laugh at, it sucks to see that happen to a family. Yeah. And if yeah. you believe in Sharif's innocence, I do not. But if you believe in Sharif's <laughs> m- m- lack of knowledge about that, that's probably pretty devastating. Um, but it, it is kind of crazy to watch a reality TV show exploit that. But <laughs> wow. Also, I mean, bitches be frauding. What can you do? You know? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and with that, bitches be frauding. So true. So true. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> you t- Thank I learned you Ray. so much wow. for having me. This is the case. You of really, stuff I like to talk. About. I know. You know.
6: I just want to reiterate you truly are an expert yeah. witness in this case. <laughs> like, <laughs> you came. You came in. You such... explained.
2: The receipts are all there. Like I, we didn't have to yeah. do any of the research,
6: guys. I don't know about you, but in the course we've been doing these recordings, I, my algorithm is so ratcheted up with housewives clips. Now all I'm doing <laughs> yeah. is watching house. It's incredible. I feel like I missed a boat. I think you know. Andy, I watched the whole series so many times, I saw Andy Cohen go from, like, salt and pepper gray to fully gray (laughs) on all these reunion shows. Like, this is a huge franchise.
2: I get ads for, like, Botox now because I've been looking at Jen Shaw's face so much. So I'm like, thanks a lot. There we
6: go. Oh, my God. Some body contouring. Did they not
2: know that I'm only 21 and it would just be...
7: (laughs) (laughs) Don't they know
6: that?
2: Don't they know? It would be preventative Botox. Yeah. That's what they call it.
7: I want to be uh, completely frank. Uh, I still don't understand anything about this person or the world <laughs> or any sh- any any clip of the show. You might as well be showing me a show in like Mandarin. Mm. Like it's it, it seems like a far away different dimension. Like I have no idea why any of it's happening. Why are they doing what they're doing? Why are they fighting from adjacent hot tubs? It sounds
2: like your brain has not been rotted the way mine is. Cuz I, I get understand. it. I get everything that's happening like, yeah, we are fighting. We are fighting because of a of a smell.
7: It's so far from like talent. It's but like you know talent. like flavor of love. No, but flavor of love makes sense. Like or like yes. Uh, yes. or a chance. you know, like you know like Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, can we, can we pause off? for "Flavor of Love"? Made sense. It did. I mean,
1: that's
2: where we're at. It that's did. where we're. It did. And It was the golden age of television. We'll never get back. We'll never Without get it. regular, degular people ever again. We'll never get the girls dressing from like Rave Girl and Wet Seal ever again.
1: <laughs> we'll
2: never get it. We'll never get somebody pooping in the corner. We'll never get someone pooping on the steps ever again. And pretending it wasn't them as if they didn't have cameras everywhere. We'll never get that.
1: Do you understand?
6: (laughs) Well, what you all will get is more fraudsters. Uh, That's it for Jen Shaw and this little two-episode series. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform, Check out the show notes for the show's social media links so you can follow us and see the resources we use for this episode. Frosters is hosted by me, Sina Gaznavi, Justin Williams, and the Arioli AT. Froster's is produced by Nori Malik, written by Nick Turner, and edited by Ryan Connor. Research was provided by Patrick Fisher, legal research by Jonathan Welgren, music by Grant Gordon. The executive producer is me, Sina Ghaznavi. This has been a production of Zero Cool and The Last Podcast
7: Network. <laughs>